You're listening to ABQ Central. Well, to be fair. 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 With your host, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. <laughs> this is gonna be so good. 95.9 FM, 610, the sports animal. The cream of the crop. And talkabq.com. Turn it up. Good morning, holiday season. My name is Fred Slow. Alongside me, the stuffing to my turkey. What? Huh? Van Nunley. Good morning, Van. How are you? Pew, 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 pew. What is that? Hold on. Those were the sounds of finger guns. You doing little finger guns? Bla- coming in blazing this morning, Vital. Doing little finger guns? Yeah. Dang. Morning, homie. How you feeling? Feeling good, my friend. Good morning, Mike Vital. Hi, how are you? Oh, well, all right. We're well. Hey, not that good, though. That's good. Happy Thanksgiving. Aw. You want to start the Thanksgiving break early, Van? We're going to do that. Yeah, we, we have to. We have to. Newsflash. New- breaking. We, we got college football today. Per contract obligations. Yes. Um, for, so this is what is... Not in my contracts. No. No, this is considerations... To be named later, uh-huh. but but now, now it is. I need to have a hard conversation with my agent. Hey, if, if you want you more money, you're going to have to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know how I love money. And money love you too, man. I don't think so. Yes, it does. <laughs> Thank well, you, sir. We're doing half the program today. It's for when it, all right, so let me make sure I get it straight, Vital. So at nine thirty, Indiana is playing. Is that correct? Who's yeah, Indiana at Ohio State? Oh well, that, all right. Well, that's actually one of the bigger ones. In what time zone? Yeah, what time zone is this in? Are they in How, Dubai? Why are they starting at nine thirty? Uh, it's ten thirty Central Time, which is the Central Time Zone. East that's a good Eastern point. Time Zone is eleven thirty. Okay, and so Ohio time is eleven thirty. Columbus, Ohio. Why couldn't this game go the way of Clemson, Florida State, and they just cancel it this yeah. morning without telling anyone? Uh. Yeah, I hear you. That's okay. We wanted you needed to hit the road early, anyways. This is going to work out. Yeah, it helps me. <laughs> yeah, which is <laughs> fortuitous. For- Not for the listener. Well, and here's the thing for the listener: five zero five two four six zero six ten. Call early or don't call at all. Here's the thing. If you're like, oh, good, we're going to get rid of Fred and Van early this week, I'm going to be back. I'll be back Monday and Tuesday night. You will, won't you? Yeah. I'm doing BV tonight over on the flagship 770. Oh, you're going into the fire cooker there, huh? I, I tell you <laughs> oh, what, Vital. You better know how to walk on coals. I'm ready for it. At, do you want my Donald Trump Jr. coronavirus jokes? A lot of guys named Cole call in. Yeah, is that it? Is that why I'm walking on coals? Is there a lot of fire coals? Oh no, you're gonna you're <laughs> gonna get the calls, and the calls will be like fire coals. Do will they be asking me about uh, Taysom Hill and his uh, chance to? Well, they'll, 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 it's a pretty tough group over there. They'll wow. tell you get off the air, and uh, you're you're not a Republican, and well, jokes on them. Yes. <laughs> And my my reasoning is BV's got a conservative following. He, I tell you what, he is a talented guy. That's the whole station, right? That's what they do. Yeah, but he, but he, BV's got that following. (laughs) He does have that following. Well, I don't know color, 
I'm a completely objective journalist. Okay. I don't see sides. Completely neutral, Vital. No blues, no reds? No blues, no reds. No blacks, no whites. I like that. Tune in to me Monday and Tuesday night, though, as I sit in for BV. Over on 770, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Bring, uh, taking you into the Thanksgiving break. We're going to have some fun special guests on. We're going to talk about uh how to how to do the holidays safely so that's gonna be that's oh. gonna be a big emphasis See, i would the put program. van on if i was you well van's out of town so <laughs> i'm on vacation van thank is, you for the ringing endorsement by the way you don't know this vital van has spent the last two weeks in iso outside of he and i yep so that he can go to thanksgiving dinner with his family me and fred are working on some philanthropic adventures in the community so we have to see each other. Besides that, I've been quarantined. Well, I guess disc golf doesn't count. So No, that doesn't count. Yeah. Disc golf and you. That's it. Those are the two. Yeah. And if a single coal calls into me while I'm on 770 the other tomorrow night, Monday night, Tuesday night. Talking to you, Cole. And they're talking to me about my political agenda. Uh-huh. I'll tell them, listen, I'm, I'm non-gender binding. I don't even have a gender. <laughs> you'll, uh, you'll get the calls, man. Nice. That's what Rapid f- fire. Nice. <laughs> we will open it up, though. So if, if you have an Ackerman to check out 770 in the morning, um, or excuse me, in the evenings, I will be there throughout the week next week. Did you just assume his agenda? Yeah. Don't assume my agenda is what I'm going to – that's what I'm going to say when I start the program. <laughs> I'm going to say – I'm going to say good evening, Albuquerque. Don't assume my... I'm just saying BV's got a, a quite a following. Yes. Well, I think you can start... You could lead with something that will unite the left and right. Easily. That Rudy Giuliani does not know how to use a handkerchief. Or hair dye. Or hair dye. <laughs> that was a rough day for America's mayor. He looked like the penguin in Batman Returns. Yes, he did. He looked exactly like that. You know what the penguin didn't do? Wipe his face with the snot rag? Blow his nose and turn his handkerchief inside out and wipe snot on his mouth and face. Dave and Buster's Even pres- the penguin knows how to do that. <laughs> it's not the sound bite I wanted. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central. We're live from the Talk ABQ studio. We're, of course, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. It's a Thanksgiving week for your boys. It's also, for some reason, an NBA draft week. It's also, for some reason, an NBA free agency week. It's also, for some reason, the aftermath of the Masters. It's also, for some reason, the middle of the football season. It's only, Van, do you want me to keep going? There's no timeline here that makes any sense. Hey, do you remember March? Uh, let me go back. So that's, you're talking March, which happened like seven and a half years ago? Yes. Yes. Three and a half years ago. That's how long March was. a month called March 2020. Gosh. There was no sports. Zero. And Tiger King. (laughs) (laughs) It is a completely different universe. People are hoarding toilet paper again, Fred. Why? Why are they doing that? Because they're dumb. Outside the Costco, Vital. They've taken Chet pallets, which are the expensive ones that cost you a dollar, not the little crappy ones you find on Pinterest. Ooh. And they've created a a labyrinth, a maze. They've created a corral for people so that they can stand serpentine. I saw a guy last week, and they had like a, almost a, a truckload, a couple of, uh, of those things. He had, I don't want to say two shopping carts, I'll just say that, full of toilet paper. And they go, you know what? You, your limit is three. 
purr, and the guy just threw a fit and, and left, and just he was stomping out like a little kid. I hate that guy. You know, the coronavirus does not make you poop more. What? I'll repeat that. No, that's enough. I am not a doctor. But in my expert medical opinion, I can guarantee you the poop dimmick will require a normal amount of toilet paper. Well, there you have it. Relax, Charlie. Breaking news, listener. <laughs> it's going to be a weird week. Honestly, I feel like I poop less. Where are you going with this? I've done nowhere. <laughs> Joining me on Monday night, Dr. Mark Demena, who's the deputy director of the city's environmental health department, is going to join me. So if you do want doctor talk on the COVID-19 coronavirus slash holiday expectations. Have him prepare a segment about how much toilet paper people need. There will be theft of toilet paper from relatives' homes over this weekend. <laughs> this- oh, I'm sure I am stuffed from all that turkey. Yeah, but it's... It's comically bad place toilet paper rolls underneath the shirt. Charlie, get our toilet paper out of your shirt. You're not fooling anybody. Uncle Chuck, again? Oh, breaking news. Is it about Clemson? Because I already did that. The Thunder are trading Steven Adam to the Pelicans. Yeah, he's been gone for like upwards of 45 minutes now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the hour ago came out. The caveman is a Pelly. What team is Trevor Ariza currently on? I don't know. He's been on five teams this week. I'm not even exaggerating. Three I know of. He's been on He's been on four teams this week. Is NBA expert Izzy Gonzalez going to call in? She's going to join us at 8.30. She's coming in early. Yeah, she's, she's coming, coming in. in early, and I guarantee you she's yeah. coming in hot. She. Uh, That's not what I meant by that. Yeah. Well, I don't know if she slept at all because she, she tech, she's a texter. Uh huh. And she will send texts past midnight. Huh. And that's unacceptable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're old. We're old. We're very old. I'm very old. Very old. Yeah. I know I could tell. My face. Your face. Yes. (laughs) What a (laughs) lot of city miles on this boy. (laughs) Trevor Ariza is now a, I don't know, Laker? (laughs) I have no idea. Not sure. Trailblazer? He's a trailblazer right now. No, he's a thunder. I can't tell you. Trevor Ariza is the league. Where in the league is Trevor Ariza? Do you remember years ago when Kenyon Martin got the NBA logo tattoo instead of like a team tattoo? Yeah. And he was like, let's be realistic here. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. People are going to get Trevor Ariza tattoos moving forward. NBA free agency is underway. That's an exciting thing. Um, going out to the listener, if you are over right now, six foot nine inches tall, go to Detroit and they will sign you. Detroit has right now currently on their roster after free agency in the NBA draft, they have ten guys who are over six nine. Nice. Starting at point guard for the Detroit Pistons, number sixteen. Who's, I don't know, uh, Blake Griffin. <laughs> You're like, what? Like, what are you doing? I saw that Blake Griffin is the longest tenured piston. That's weird. After all the trades That's and weird. signings, isn't it? I'm, I can't see him in Pistons jersey, even like after three years. 
Clemson and Florida State said, we're going to talk to each other this morning, not the day before, not tomorrow. They're going to do it this morning. And we're going to cancel. <laughs> That's it. That's Medical staffs cannot come to an agreement on the minimum requirements for the ACC, blah, blah, blah. Tallahassee does not get Florida today, Van. This what? marks every single week that college football has had at least one cancellation and upwards of 15 in some weeks. Okay, let's not talk any more NBA. Let's save it for the expert. Trevor Lawrence does not play again. It's not a conspiracy, right? Uh, I think somebody said that a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Vital, pull up that audio. Yeah, but Vital, go to a couple weeks ago, find that one sentence from that one episode we did. <laughs> it is under con- contractual obligations. I am not right okay. now. At the- Just Google Van <laughs> and Trevor recall. Lawrence. It'll pop up. First hit on the internet. That's not. I don't believe that to be true. <laughs> My Washington State Cougars are not playing against Stanford today. They canceled. COVID-19 issues. That Purdue game last night against Michigan or whoever they played. Okay. Something like 45 players out with either COVID-19 or contact tracing. I know it's low-hanging fruit. It was Minnesota. It wasn't Michigan. Purdue, Minnesota, my bad. Sure. Yeah. In the world of low-hanging fruit. Yeah. This is one of my my easiest told-you-so's. But college football, man, you had to have known. Bunch of kids. They ain't give each other the Corvid. Ivy League. These kids ain't going to give each other the Corvid. You're crazy. My favorite thing on the internet, and this is, uh, and I'm going to talk about this when I do conservative talk next week for some reason. That on Twitter, this claim is disputed. You've seen that. You know, I'm talking about that little disclaimer after someone like tweets something. Yes, 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 yes. So Purdue Athletics. Tweets, final, Minnesota 34, Purdue 31. This claim is disputed. Nice. <laughs> As the pass interference called in, uh-huh. the game goes down in infamy. I just, these social media kids that these teams get. At 3.30 in the morning, there's going to be a recount, and Purdue's going to win by four. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> You're going to get a lot of that on Monday. Take that, Minnesota. What a weird time. What a weird time for sports. The Ivy League doesn't play, so we tell you when the Ivy League doesn't play, you shouldn't play that. We always say that. That's our collegiate standard. Smartest guys in the room. My professional standard is Canada. Okay. <laughs> if Canada says you shouldn't play, huh. you don't play. Talk about some guys that got it right. Canada? Except for location. Oh, yes. They always oh. get it right. Man, for- could you imagine if Canada is where Mexico was? Just like how prosperous and wonderful it would be. Yeah. Eh? Oh, my God. <sighs> Nothing against the, the Mexican por- and, you know, indigenous culture at all. I'm going way back. Nothing against the Portuguese. Yeah. Like. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, the French, they ended up where they ended up. Yeah. I don't know. Nova Scotia is beautiful. Oh, man. Give me all the Vancouver you got. That's every time you get a chance to mention Vancouver. It's Vancouver and the wire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We didn't even get through our first segment before the first wire reference of the day. Thanks for that early dig. We're grabbing a break. When we get back, we're going to fill it up with, I don't know, more shots. Let's just take shots. Okay. They have, I mean, verbal, not actual. Oh, that. Yeah. Because I didn't bring any. 
<laughs> We're really going to rewrite the show pretty quick. <laughs> so, David Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion. We play on Team I nine ninety five point nine FM AM six ten D Sports Animal. Back on the program, you're listening to your boys ABQ Central. We're going to take you up to forget the pregame. We're going to take you up to kickoff. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to take you up to kickoff. The nine thirty kickoff. And then, so no on the mic today, is that correct? No on the mic. They get a week off. Well, that's nice. So we will cover Mitch Marshall UFC fighting right now. Are we going to? Yes. <laughs> you sure? Conor McGregor. Well, actually, Vital, friend of the show. Uh-huh. So friend of the show, Megan Penning, who's been on multiple times, she made her pro debut yesterday. Our UFC insider. Our UFC insider. Megan Penning. Who is just the nicest. Just the sweetest thing. She is, well, I don't know about that. She's a vicious fighter. Well, in the octagon. Yes. She's she's sweet on the outside. Ah, like a... And on the inside. I don't... I, how would... I mean, are you talking about like emotionally and spiritually and yeah, mentally? Yeah, yeah. Okay. What do you think I meant, you weirdo? I don't know. Megan Penning defeated Alexa Culp via unanimous decision in her pro debut last night in Kansas City. For Invicta FC 43. Nice. So there you go. Congratulations, Megan. Congratulations to old Megan Penning. Ole. O-L-E. Not old. I don't want to get a single text about that. (laughs) So that's exciting for her. uh, Actually, I talked to... We're friends in real life. I talked to her after the show last night, or after her fight last night, and she sent me these selfies, and it's half of her face is like blueberry jam, and the other half is like strawberry jam. Like Ooh. she just lefts and writes, and it was it was a real brutal little deal there. But isn't that fun to see people like I don't know, like finding their dreams, like hitting their stride, like all of that. It's amazing. Call a little bit on Audible. Izzy Gonzalez is going to join us at nine a.m. instead of eight thirty. So if you were tuning in to tune in for her at eight thirty, just wait, just hang out. Yeah, yeah, just hang out. We'll get there. We'll have a good time. And we're going to talk. The Lobo game last night. Did I tell you, you see the Lobo game last night? I had to work the game over on KOB, yes. You got a takeaway from that? You got a hot take? Well, if you make your field goals, it's 21 to 12. And then you've got a chance you're within a touchdown or a little more than a touchdown. And uh, you could make a game of it. I thought at the first half they were flat offensively. And defensively. They missed four? They missed four field goals. Now, two were f- over 50 yards. Ah. But still, you know, you got to make those. But, um, yeah, I mean, just the offense couldn't get going, and uh, the defense was out there too long. But they did well in the second half, the defense. I thought they, they you know, caused for some turnovers. But uh, the offense just couldn't Shop do Black anything. Friday with deals starting tomorrow. At- oh, my gosh, how exciting. Uh, that someone's telling me to shut up. <laughs> yeah, gave up, what, 20, 21 points in the first half, gave up only seven in the second, so kind of locked it down in the second half. Yeah. But it's gonna be it's just going to be tough for a while. I'm trying to be very kind. Yeah, be patient with your boys. I'm being patient with my boys. Brad Roberts, 28 carries, 177 yards. That Air Force team is the number one at that. They do that every year, though. Every year. That's the triple option... They love 1954. Yes. They love that yeah. year so much. 
Well, service academies, There's your MAGA. that's how they can recruit, and that's the best that they can that's recruit. That's a good point. That's a really good point, Vital. Yeah. They don't get good football players. They get good athletes. And by the way, if you'd went to like any of those play, I'm not trying to say you're not a good football player. Right. You're just not. You'd be like the Air Force Academy is usually the smartest people in the room. Every time. They get the greatest minds at that college. Why do they run the simplest offense in the history of football over and over again? Well, I think it's like anything you you do repeatedly, you get really good at it. Okay. Right? So it's not the complexity, it's the execution. Sure. But they could practice a lot. You're talking talking about practice, Fred. Oh, I am talking about practice. You're not talking about the game. No. I'm talking about practice. I'm talking about practice, man. You're not talking about the game. Game that I love. I'm talking about practice, man. If they practice running a real offense, I think they'd be really good. They are really good. <laughs> The last time they shut out a team was 2011. Last time they played the Lobos. Yep. Okay. <laughs> no punchline there. It's, it's actually true. Eddie Nunez sent me an email the other day saying he's calling a press conference to announce some stuff about Lobo basketball. He sent me the email at 3.50 for a 4 o'clock press conference. Nice. I did not make it, but I read after the fact that your Lobo basketball teams now play in the state of Texas. Oh, they're Texans now. New Mexico men's and women's basketball teams temporarily relocating to Texas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Lubbock. Yeah. Junior college right outside of Lubbock. Yeah. I guess it's going to work out. We'll sure. talk to Izzy Gonzalez about it. But that could change. Going to miss going to the pit this year. It's one of my favorite things to do in the beautiful I city. I do of enjoy that. Man, the pit does it right, don't they? I've my last three years, I've gone to all the rivalry ones, the New Mexico State ones. Yeah, they're very good. It's electric. Yeah, you should have been here when BYU and Utah were in the league. Were they pretty good too? Oh uh, well, just just the rivalry. I mean, oh. with BYU and Utah, many years, classic games. If you plan on traveling to Texas to see your bows. 14-day quarantine. When you get there or the way back? When you get back. When you get back. When you get back. Yeah, you don't have to go two weeks early because you need to have already gone. Okay. That makes total sense. This all makes sense. All of it, Fred. (laughs) (laughs) There's just nothing. Nothing but really good ideas all across the country. It's working so good everywhere. I'm legitimately surprised at how nothing surprises me. Yeah, yeah. We were leaving the studio the other day. Okay. And as we're walking through, like, the little studio complex, just all these businesses are, like, boarded up and newspapered up. And there's, like, it's it looks like a scene from 28 Days Later. There's just trash rolling in the street. Mm. And I'm like, oh, this surprises me. This yeah. is, yeah, this is my life now. A little diet apocalypse here. I want to hit this one real quick before Izzy Gonzalez joins us at 9 o'clock because I don't necessarily know. Is it about sports? It is. We should probably do some sports. This is sports. Okay. (laughs) Did you see Michael Jordan race team unveiled the new car? Nope, but I'm about to. Okay. What number do you believe the car is? Oh, man. Well, it's got to be 23. It is 23. Correct. Okay. So I was looking for a trick. No, no, no. There's no no trick here. No. 
So this would have been yesterday morning. So they unveil. So it's a Toyota. First By the of all. way, it's 2020. You just call them cars now, right? I mean, what's the other option? I mean, race. Oh, race it's not, car. It's not bring. It's not bring yeah, no, race not into this. Race by into car. Yeah. Stole the show. Okay. So it's. So the driver's Bubba Wallace, who, by the way, if you follow NASCAR, he sucks. <laughs> he doesn't win. He's not connected anymore. He's never in the mix. Okay. And the team co-owner is Denny Hamlin with Michael Jordan. So these three names, you're going to be able to fly for a couple years without doing anything. Okay. And by the time your team gets it figured out, they're going to replace Bubba Wallace, who don't win. You got the car up yet? I do. The Chicago Bulls-esque red. How do you feel about this? Uh, it's not bull red enough. You think it needs to be more? I love that you're saying it because that's exactly where I was going. Like You had a real opportunity here. Because you got the 2-3 on the hood and the doors, right? Whatever this black and blue one is, I like that a lot. I don't know what you're looking at there. Yeah. But... This thing needs to have pinstripes, right? This thing needs to be black and red and white, which it is, but it's not. Yeah, these are. Uh, it's not it. it away jerseys. This is a missed opportunity. It is. Who's their detail guy? Who's their paint guy? Who's their paint and body guy? Let's get him on the show. If I was to make sp- him apologize to it. Yes. <laughs> hey, you kind of mix that a little tighter there, guy. If I were to sponsor a NASCAR, it would be this one. What's a XI? It's 23XI. Is that 11 in Roman? 2311? What is that? I don't know. That's 23 why, is why, Jordan. Yeah, 23 is Jordan. Okay. And then there's XI, right? Is that correct? Is that Am I reading that correctly? It looks like it. Yeah. I mean, that's 23, number 11. XI. Oh, the 11 is for how many championships Jordan would have won if he didn't go play baseball. Is that accurate? Is my math is my math adding up, Vital? He only no. missed one season. Oh crap. <laughs> like two seasons. <laughs> one and a half seasons. So anyways, I'm looking at this NASCAR and I just don't know. See, it looks orange in a different light. There's another picture. It looks orange. Well, I'm gonna need to see it in an ultra HD four K. The orange is better, a, actually. On a Fox broadcast. It it does have like a Home Depot Tony Stewart yeah it does kind of vibe to it, and it's a Camry. Is that a Camry? They went with Camry, huh? They went with Toyota. Yeah, that's a good one. Not a Supra. Toyota, no. Cam- Cam- Camry's the one, man. It's not an Optima. I didn't know they made Camry race cars. Yeah, I thought. Yeah. I, I, no, and they win. I know yeah, Camrys they, are supposed to last like five hundred thousand miles. Yeah, I've I seen one, it happen. I had one last four hundred fifty thousand. What? See. Are you being serious? Yeah, I was in Vegas. I got I had a got a car and it was uh I had it for gosh seven, eight years. God, you drove so much. Yeah, let me were well, you I drive to LA over the week every weekend for about five years because I dated a girl in SoCal, which is three hundred miles away. So and I I uh, had no problems. Six 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 banger there and you did hold up. Are you talking six, about the six, engine? Six cylinder engine. Oh <laughs> the engine. The engine, Fred. Listen to this. I just did the math. Vital, you put approximately 64,000 miles in your car every year. Yeah. That's pretty good. That yeah. is unreal. 
And that's if, you know what, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. We don't know how many miles it had when he got it. This is not a fair assessment. I had 150,000. Okay. So, sorry. So, you only put 350,000 on. yeah. Divide that by like seven years. Divide that by like 12 months. All right. So, that's not that bad. I had no it's problems like drove with- like a normal person. Yeah, it's but, actually but not Van, I, Van, I had no problems with the car at all. Yeah. They're great cars. Would you strap a 2.3 on the hood? XI. 2.3 XI. <laughs> So this is your breaking NASCAR news. I guess 23XI is the name of the whole racing team. 23XI. Yep. I figured it out. Well, I'm t- it's a mo- good. The whole thing's just a money launder. 505-246-0610. If you know anything at all about NASCAR, call in and let us know. Because all we know is aesthetics. Because <laughs> we're just judging paint jobs right now. I really like the Jeff Gordon one from like 1998, <laughs> but I don't know if people still are passionate about that one. Yeah. The rainbow one. It's all about the intimidator for me, brother. That's pink paint job. Holding up three fingers. Mm-hmm. When you get back, we're less than 30 short minutes from Izzy Gonzalez as we're going to talk Lobos to finish out a JV version of the program today. We'll also do like a varsity. We have to. Have to. Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. And we play on Team I-9, 95.9 FM, AM, 610 D, Sports Animal. Happy holidays. I love the holiday season. I don't like what it does to me like mentally, but I love whenever I see other people enjoy it. Totally. We've hit that little tipping point too where like I'm starting to see like families like fall photo sessions on social media. I'm starting to see like got the tree up early, you know, no rules in 2020, trees up before Thanksgiving. It's adorable. It's adorable. The Tampa Bay Rays designated outfielder Hunter Renfro to clear roster room in the one move that surprised me this week. I think he's a legitimate major leaguer. He's a very good baseball player. The Tampa Bay Rays refuse to pay anyone a million dollars. Yep. So smart. They will not do it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. They've been enabled. Like They keep being successful and not paying anybody any money. Why would they start now? You are making a tremendous point. Tommy Pham and infielder Jake, oh, help me out here, Cronenworth? Yeah, Jake Cronenworth. They go to the Padres, so they gone. Hang on. I don't know him as well. I know Tommy Pham from his Cardinal days. Hey, yo, what up, Pham? He can play. He is very good at baseball. Does it all. If I am any team in Major League Baseball. He's my little secret cheat code in fantasy baseball every year. You can put, I just learned yesterday from you. Stat patter. It's a stat patter, Vital. You can put Taysom Hill on the tight end position. Yes, in ESPN Fantasy Football Leagues, Taysom Hill can be a tight end, and that is cheating. That is cheating. That is cheating. If you do that, get ready for the onslaught in the group chat, because I will bring it. Also, he wasn't available in my league, which I would have done it. (laughs) If I Speaking of cheating. Yes. Robinson Cano, that's Robinson where you're going. Robinson Cano's yeah. back in town. Why does he do this? Oh, my God. Drugs are so good. Wait, what? Can we talk about the cost <laughs> of winning? He already got the contract. He already got oh, – that's the argument. He already got paid. He already got it all. You just stop at that point. Just stop doing that. All right, rank these things in order okay. of things that Robinson Cano hates. This is one of my favorite games. Baseball or money. He gave up twenty 
eight mil. So much money. Well, how about the guy from the Celtics, Hayward, opting out, passing up on thirty-four mil? The well, other I'm into day. that. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I mean, that's he's going to get his. That's a love of the game thing, right? Yeah, there. he'll be he, fine. He knows what's up. And by the way, he feels cursed up there in Boston. He doesn't. He never. He never was a Celtic. Like he's. Did he ever play enough games to be considered a Celtic? We made all that effort to come back with the ankle, and then when he came back, he had like a something, another lower body something. Yeah, but he was a non-Celtic more than he was a Celtic. Correct. Yeah, yeah. He so I get that you got to get out of there. You have a stigma. Well, he wanted to play with uh, the the coach there. Yeah, he talked about that when he left Utah because they played at Butler together. They were at Butler together. That's huh. a college. You remember Butler? Yeah, the yeah, butler. yeah. It's from Indiana. That uh, like Alfred from Batman. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Michael Caine. Is that who you're talking about? Michael Caine. That's so good. Rom is a cano though. Needs like first of all, have you never heard of D Gordon? Like after you get paid and you're cheating, stop cheating. Sure, you made it. Yeah, that's why you're cheating this whole time. Correct. Yeah. Do you remember famed Albuquerque isotope D. Gordon? Of course. Who got paid by the Marlins? That's my daughter's favorite non-astro. What a weird sentence. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. He just kept cheating. Hey, Google that. Is that the first time anyone said that? My favorite thing about D. Gordon, if you look him up, because everyone's like, he's real little. He's a tiny guy. But if you look up his Wikipedia, this is real. Says he's five feet eleven inches, and in parentheses says same as Ichiro. Yeah, because it's like oh, don't make fun. Yeah. His legal? Did you know his legal name is D Strange Dash Gordon? Correct. Why? Yeah. Anyways, figure it out, Robinson Cano. What? All right, and I'm gonna. Go, all right, I'm about to sound like the worst. Okay. Cheat. Cheat every time. If you like, ain't cheating, you ain't trying. I tell you, if you have a chance to, you can take like a, the cream or the rub or the the HBK or the PHP or the whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. HBK is Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Okay. If, if you can take any of these things to have a position to put yourself to be in a generationally wealth like opportunity, you do it. Forget the game. Get the money. Forfeited $24 million. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. He pre- he had signed a 10-year $240 million deal. <laughs> he gave up 10%. Yeah. He still got 90% of $240 million. When you hate playing baseball as much as Robinson Cano, you're not going to miss that money, right? That's over 200 mil. I ain't losing all of it. Wow, about Antonio Brown. Two days before he, his uh, guaranteed thirty-eight million kicked in, he went, sp- sp- you know, spastic on with the on the Raiders in camps. So. I don't think he's a good comparison, Vital. That kid is in a league of his own. But still, bl- just letting that money just go away, just couldn't imagine. Unexpected. Actually, I could imagine. Because I let all my money go away anyways. So That's true. There's that. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can see that now. Because there have been... Never, never mind. That's completely reasonable. There have been points where I've made, like, kind of a fair amount of money. 
And I don't know where any of that is. And there have been times when I make, like currently right now in COVID-19 in the unemployment existence of the world where I have to host conservative talk radio on Mondays and Tuesday nights on KKOB. <laughs> but you'll love it. Well, that part's true. But sometimes, like, things are tight, and I'm the exact same. Like, nothing changes. Like, it's, it's not a stone-cold whodunit, my friend. There's a, a long line of bartenders who know exactly where all your money went. That's, that's so So great. congratulations to the new Cleveland Indians general manager, Theo Epstein. I'm breaking that news before it he- happens. Because it hasn't happened yet at all. That's not a real thing that happened. I want to spend a lot of time talking about that, so let's take a break. When we get back, more baseball talk, because why not? Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon. Play on Team I-9, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Your boys here at ABQ Central have partnered with the New Mexico Games. I don't know if you know. If you're a fan of local sports talk radio... You've all but abandoned the competition in town because they've abandoned local sports talk. You can no longer get local sports talk anywhere except for... Ya boys. Ya boys. 610, the sports animal, is the only Albuquerque-based radio station bringing you local sports talk. You hear what I'm saying without me directly saying it. And for many years, the competition in town was home to the New Mexico Games flagship radio program. Well, Game recognizes Game, and the New Mexico Games have now joined us, and they'll be joining us weekly with their president, Andres Trujillo. What a dude. He'll be joining us weekly, and that's going to be brought to you by Southwest Composite Works. If you're not familiar with them, 505-237-9883, Southwest Composite Works, which we'll we'll have Sterling on from them here next week or the week after talking about what they do but i i toured their facility van oh i'm so jealous you got to go oh my god i was busy that day so it's carbon fiber is what it is vital so they make everything out of so normal stuff like what's something normal name a normal thing a tire iron a cell phone case cell phone case lumber yes and then they make a carbon fiber of that thing so say you have like a bicycle what does a bicycle weigh 10 pounds i don't know sure no so instead of metal they make it out of carbon fiber, and you can lift it with one finger. Did you hear what I just said? So I toured this facility. It was amazing. How strong is that? The, incredibly. Cannot, I cannot be by human hands. Cannot be damaged. And a bunch of like backpacking stuff, a bunch of like outdoor stuff, like tree stands. and, and I, I'm not going to run the list, but I'm excited about this partnership because I love the New Mexico games. You know I'm on the board of directors. Mm-hmm. Southwest Composite Works, they're going to be able to, to provide them the opportunity to be here. So check them out. If you guys are looking into creating something or doing something or you have an idea, they're in like their 15th year here in town. Um, and anyways, it's just incredible. Super incredible. But yes, get cell phone cases. They do have that. <laughs> do they already? Yeah. Oh, nice. Carbon fiber shoes for me are what's up. They're so safe. Steel toe shoes suck. Makes sense. Carbon fiber, they're light, they're durable, they get the job done. To me, it seems like steel-toed boots protect your toes by cutting them off. That's how I feel. So if something falls on a steel-toed shoe and it weighs enough, it's going to cut off your toes 
instead of smash your toes. And I don't know what's worse. I'm putting some thought into it. Okay. All right. So today's varsity, okay? Today's I-9 varsity appendages you're willing to lose. Oh, okay. okay. That's a good I-9 varsity. We're not doing a varsity. We're doing a ranking this time. Yes. Because we got to do them in order. I know what's going last. (laughs) Theo Epstein, who unfortunately is regularly confused with someone else. Uh Uh-huh. And that's a shame. Yeah. Hashtag Theo Epstein didn't fire himself. (laughs) (laughs) Who you remember... From the Boston Red Sox. I remember him from two different things that were both very historical. And successful. Yes. So the legend has it, Theo Epstein one time met Billy Bean. I got that wrong. Not Billy Bean. Billy Bean. Billy Bean. Met Billy Bean. Sucked all of his intelligence out of his mind. Yes, yes, yes. Somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinetically. Yes. What's that called when you do something? Kind of like a Illuminati osmosis kind of deal? Yeah. Like, yeah. did you ever see Starship Troopers? Sure. Similar. Okay. To where they suck the brain. No, I'm just kidding. So he met Billy Bean one time from the Oakland A's and said, tell me how you do it. And then he was able to transform, historically speaking, the two worst performing Major League Baseball teams ever. Broke the two longest curses, the two longest droughts in the history of baseball. At 19 years old. Like the two favorite, probably two out of the three favorite most storied franchises in baseball. Only now because they're winners. Did it both, and he was like 12. He was 12. He retired. Yeah. He retired at the the young age of 27. Correct. Because he started when he was 12. He's Henry Rosengardner. (laughs) Henry Bosenbomber. That's how they won the series. So Epstein. Now you have to say Theo. You gotta say Theo. <laughs> gotta say Theo. Yeah. So Theo Epstein takes the Boston Red Sox from what they were to what they now are. Yes. He jumps ship for the money in a better city. <laughs> yeah, sure, we'll go with that. You like Chance the Rapper? Uh-huh. You don't hang out in Boston? Nope. You like Kanye? No one does. That's uh, got, got more presidential votes than Vital, and I really levied for Vital on the airwaves. Did, did you also write in Vital for president? Yes, I did. Yeah. I said, I said the second. I assumed your father was also Michael. Well, I didn't want there to be confusion. Michael Corleone. See, okay, yep. So Epstein had said, "I'm gonna come back in 2021." The season was weird. I don't want to leave on this note. And then it turns out that was a lie. Just a bold-faced lie. Yeah. Not coming back. So he gone. Well, it's the 10-year rule he talked about. He said after 10 years, it gets stale and people get tired of your message. Is that true? Yeah. He was planning on leaving after 2021. Is that that's like an amusement park. You have to keep keep adding features. That's why Cliff sucks. Yeah. Uh. Stagnant. Stagnant. They did add the water park a couple years ago. Oh, did they? Yeah, pretty sweet. Oh, okay. I'm going to check that out. Can't. Corvids. Oh, shoot. 
Here's the, all right, give me the actual age that you believe Theo Epstein to be. Like real life, like actual age. Yes. No, before you give me that, okay. how long have you known of the existence of Theo Epstein? It seems like 20 years. It does seem like 20 years. It seems like 20 years. That yeah. seems short to me. Yeah. I think he's 43. He's 40, 46. 46 years old. God, that's crazy. You are also 46 years old. Well, no. How dare you? I am not. I feel like it for like an hour in the morning. He says, I'm going to come back to the game, but uh, I think your boy's going to be an owner next time. Hey, like, you can just You can just do that? You can just... Do you have seen got chatted like that? I guess so. Baseball team owners can be transformed into forces for civic good and help a lot of people and be involved in a lot of important conversations in the city and be a solution for a lot of issues in cities. I'm going to be real honest with you. I love that. Sure. That is, to me, the thing that works. I loved all, like, for instance, these facilities becoming, like, voting locations. I love whenever there is a tragedy. So very often, FEMA utilizes locations. I love social awareness. I love interjection in the community. You know I'm a fan of these things. Tune in to me on KKOB to tell me why I'm wrong next week. Yeah. The Cubs, no matter what move they make, are making a downgrade. All their core players from their World Series victory are all uh, free agents next year. Yeah, they're less they're all free agent getting, this year. They're cleaning house this year. Yeah, they're gonna, you're going to see some guys done. move. Like yeah. that, the homebrew guys have all soured. Every single one of them. Mm-hmm. The obvious one is Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant's a yeah disappointment. No, Bare- he's not. Barely went over the Mendoza line last year. Chris Bryant was screwed. Chris Bryant's been yeah, screwed from the, out MLB, of the gate. The MLB rule. Yeah, everything. The Cubs have treated Chris Bryant. Like a stepchild. True. Like, like you know, like the one you really don't like. You do have to say Theo in front of Epstein. You have to. I'm, I'm reading some commentary on uh, our favorite website, MLB Trade Rumors. And every comment that starts with Epstein, Theo doesn't pop into my head, unfortunately. No. You <gasps> have to say Theo. Oh, my God. Now that he's retired, should you buy Epstein Island? And like make it like a baseball training facility. <laughs> you're making me very upset. Get some different vibes on that island. <laughs> but you like, I mean, you're still bringing in young kids, so like that's going to be similar. Sure. Gosh. Javier Baez, he'll be gone. There's another homebrew guy. If you're hanging on to somebody, it's him, right? They're going to try to move Rizzo, Arietta. Oh, okay. Look, if I'm Theo Epstein, and I'm only 46 years old, I say, bring it on. I did it twice. I could do it again. Here I come, Cleveland. Let's break your curse now. You think it's Cleveland? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Because of the manager. You already did. That's why you feel because of the manager? Yeah, you got your homie Tito. You did it in Boston. You did it in Chicago. You're the curse breaker. We're doing it with Izzy Gonzalez when we get back from the break. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the AB, or excuse me, Talk ABQ Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon. We play on Team I 9, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program, Albuquerque. You're 30 short minutes away from the Hoosiers 
and the Buckeyes as they play gridiron football today. First off, how dare them? They know when we're on. Gosh. (laughs) Ohio State, what a joke. And a little sabotaging knowing that they were going to do that in the middle of the 9 o'clock hour. Yeah. Because at 9 a.m. Can't just decide. We are joined by the layers, Izzy Gonzalez, to talk Lobo Sports. Good morning, Izzy. How are you? Hey, guys. I'm good. How are you? Thank you for clearing your throat and uttering your first words today. <laughs> I'm sorry. I practiced talking before this, but for some reason, every time I talk to you, my voice disappears. I get nervous, so. too, when I talk to you. <laughs> Izzy, you, you and I had a wonderful week together. We watched the NBA draft, and you forced me to talk Lobo Athletics uh, at nauseum. So, yeah, we're, we're, we all, did. <laughs> we're on the radio now, and I'm so very excited to announce, Van, that when Izzy and I watched the draft together, she was covering some players for the Mountain West Wire, USA's Today's Mountain West Wire. Yeah. And we were like, how cool would it be if you had, like, I don't know, one of the players you covered, like, draft in the first round, like, be able to break that news and be so exciting. We got to the very last pick, Van, in the first round. What happened? Izzy, what happened? Well, um, Fred had been waiting all night to take a photo (laughs) or a video of me just reacting and... Literally, I was just going to click, like, publish and maybe adjust a couple um, keywords because, to be honest, a lot of what you do is, like, pre-draft. You just kind of do a pre-writing stuff, pre-writing things. Um, but then Fred missed it, of course. Um, he was like, oh, no, your big moment. Oh, let me get my phone out. Just keep typing. He took a photo. It was great. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the guy he's talking about was Sam Merrill. He was picked um, number 60. But Fred had to help me with this because it was a little bit confusing. No, what about um, Malachi? I was talking about Malachi. Oh, about Malachi. That's the one. Okay. He got to witness two two players, of course. Yes. So Malachi was first. Uh, he was 29 going to the Raptors. Um, so, good player. I, I have seen him. I, I saw a lot of him and a lot of Sam Merrill throughout last season. Um, Malachi is a very confident player. So, it was it was cool to see him get drafted. Um yeah, San Diego State was a really good team last season, of course. So it was it was really a no-brainer that he was going to get drafted. Um, he was predicted to be drafted first round. Sam Merrill was either going to be first round or second round. So we got those. But there were a couple of surprises. I wasn't covering these guys, but, you know, they were still Mountain West players, so they're kind of worth mentioning. Um, Justine Jusup uh, from Boise State and Dalen Harris from Nevada. So four Mountain West players. That was really fun. An exciting little. It was a fun draft night, man. We had pizza, oh, and we watched the draft. No, it was a it was a fun so, night. I realized that apparently Fred and Brandon Ortega think I'm a total basketball nerd. I called Brandon in the middle of the draft, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm here with Izzy watching watching the draft, but you know she's more into it, of course." And Brandon was like, "Oh yeah, she's the type of person that would just watch random games, like random basketball games throughout the week, just because." That means so, that's I'm, my reputation. Apparently, you're in the industry now. We make fun of you, so you're you're part that's of the great. Yeah, you're part of the mix. Yes, you are. Izzy Gonzalez, <laughs> Izzy Gonzalez from the Layers, joining us via the phone line as we are we're being what I don't. What do you want to say? Forcefully removed for Indiana, Ohio State at nine thirty. Izzy, big week for the Lobos. Do you want to go back to? I guess it would have been Wednesday. Whenever the press conference was announced um, from Eddie Nunez, and can you kind of talk through the process of what's going on with the Lobo basketball teams and where they're going to be and what's going to happen? Yeah, so 
it's funny because I was working on draft stuff at the time, and all of a sudden we get an emergency email. And it's about an emergency Zoom call with Eddie Nunez. So I'm like, oh, man, okay. We knew it was coming, but just the way it was worded, it was like, whoa. So both Lobo basketball teams are leaving to Texas. Um, or actually, they left already. They left yesterday. Um, the women's basketball team is in Amarillo, and they're going to be practicing at West Texas A&M. And the men's basketball team, um, during that first press conference, Eddie Nunez said he didn't have you know, an official contract yet. Um, they were waiting for that, but they officially got it. Um, they're going to be in Lubbock, Texas, and they're going to be practicing at South Plains College. Um, we all saw this coming. NMSU, a little bit before that, had announced that their teams were going to be in Arizona. And, of course, this is something the teams had to do because, as you know, college basketball is starting really, really soon. Izzy, what's the schedule going to look like? I know they were talking about doing – one-and-one one games, uh, you get a home and an away at a neutral site. Is that still the goal? So, yes, but that is the Mountain West Conference schedule. Um, Non-conference schedules start this coming week, but the Lobos don't have one. Um, I, I know the women's basketball team did have more of a set, sort of set schedule. Um, I don't think they had all the contracts signed yet, but they felt pretty confident about being pretty much there. Uh, but, of course, now that they moved, I'm not really sure what the situation is there. And Nunez said that both teams will likely just focus on playing um, conference games. So they might actually skip that whole part of the season, the non-conference games part. So these home games in Texas, with or without fans? Uh, no fans. Okay, good. I'm, I'm, I'm more in on that. So then it's continual stay in Texas until when? NCAA's canceled? Until do they get to come back for Thanksgiving? Like, do, what's the vibe on that? How, how bubbled are they? So I actually don't know all the details. I don't know if Eddie Nunez knows all the details. They were going to just, you know, kind of like the football team, you know, when they got to Vegas, and they were like, we're going to play it pretty much day by day, maybe hour by hour if needed. Uh, that's what it sounds like the basketball team is doing as well. Um, for now they're there, they get to practice, so that's good. Um, I believe they reached out to a couple Texas teams, and they didn't want to play them, so that was out the window. But, yeah, for now, that's that's all we know. They're there. They're going to practice. They're going to see if they can get any other games in. If not, they're going to have to wait till December. But, um, you know, they just got there, and they have to figure out how they're going to be bringing teams in, if they are ever going to be allowed back in New Mexico. So um, the conference schedule starts early December, and the Lobos are supposed to play at Boise State on December 3rd and 5th. So they're, they're trying to maybe talk to the conference and see if they can do something else, because that's, that's coming up really, really soon. And the Lobos just got to a new place. They're not sure how likely they can... You know, or how easily they can just go fly to Boise and then come back. Um, that's one of the biggest talking points right now when it comes to conference games. And funny enough, the Lobos are not the only teams having issues with that. Colorado State just got two positive um, COVID-19 tests, so they're going to be pausing until December 2nd, which is a day before they're supposed to be playing um, the San Diego State Aztecs. So, yeah, even conference play is going to be kind of wild. 
Is he pivoting to football real quick? The Lobo football team were underneath the Friday night lights last night for a random and rare Friday night game. Uh, the boys didn't do too hot. Izzy, what did you see in that game? Uh, yeah, definitely not not very hot, um, especially the offense. They didn't really show up there. Um, they lost 28-0 against Air Force. I really thought it was going to be a better game, to be honest, because Air Force was the best rush offense in the nation, you know, starting the game. But the Lobos were going to be the third best rush defense in the nation. And Air Force actually didn't have their um, leading rusher, let me see, Jackson. So I was like, okay. You know, every game they've been improving. So maybe this game would be a little bit closer. Maybe they could even win it. But that was not the case. Um, Coach Gonzalez was blaming the coaching staff, just his own coaching. Um, you know, he said the guys have been improving. They've been playing, you know, better every time. But we just didn't prepare them enough. And, yeah, I don't think he really expected that. None of us really did. We thought the little was we were going to make at least a field goal. But, you know, it happens. The Lobos beat the spread two weeks in a row, not last night. Nope. Oh. <laughs> the second half was looking good. Um, if you guys saw that third quarter, they forced three straight fumbles. So good on the defense. They were trying to light some fire under that offense, but it just it just didn't happen. I'll tell you a thing that's discouraging to me is whenever you have an opportunity like that, like a spotlight, like a Friday night. There's not. I mean, the Purdue game was fire last night, so let's not say it wasn't. Sure. But let's. You got a lot of eyes. There's a lot of spotlight on you. Like you want to rise to that occasion, and and unfortunately, just well, fell considerably short for the Lobos last night. Zero uh, and four, is he? Zero and four, and Coach Gonzalez makes sure to remind the guys and us every press conference um, how many straight losses they have. So they have 13 straight losses and 19 straight conference losses. So that's. It's getting up there. It's it's not good numbers for sure. Well, they're already in first place for streaks. That's yeah, a good one. Yeah, it's the number. It's the number one of that type of streak. A very long streak. I like your positivity, Brad. <laughs> on Thanksgiving, the Lobos will take on Utah State, and that'll be their first big win of the season. Yeah. <laughs> it's <gonna> be- <laughs> oh, the sheer confidence. I have not got at Utah State, so just give me the benefit <laughs> of a doubt. Maybe they will, you know. Um, they could be using this kind of as motivation to bounce back. It is a tough year to be a Lobo football fan, um, and now it looks as if against everything I believe to have been true to my understanding of the climate and medicine and a current pandemic, there will be Lobo basketball. Yeah, it's looking like that. Um Paul Weir, you know, last week we talked about how he did not want to cancel it. He said it would be un-New Mexican to not play. And, of course, they hate the fact that they can't play at the pit right now. But they want to give the players a chance to, you know, just get out on the court and see what they got. Um, it's going to be a weird season, even scouting-wise, because nobody knows what this team particularly is going to look like. Uh, I know Jeff Grammer was tweeting about how the players were leaving yesterday, and then you know, non-conference games start next week. But he's not going to be in Texas. And, of course, I'm not going to be in Texas. Hopefully I can go to a game or two. But, you know, it's it's weird. We don't know anything about the team. We haven't uh, – well, we know some stuff, but we haven't been to practice. Um, we haven't really met a lot of those guys in person. So it's 
I'm glad they're playing, um, and I'll take that. When we get back from the break, Izzy's going to stick around with us. We're going to talk a little bit of NBA because she loves it, and she'll watch a random game, Van. That's like me with baseball. Yes. I will watch. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central Live from the Talk ABQ Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. We're back on the program. Talking Lobos with Izzy Gonzalez. Izzy, did we lose you through the break? Uh, no, I was able to hear all the ads. <laughs> oh, nice. Anything yeah, pique your interest? Yeah, anything neat in the world out there? Are you trying to trying to get over to, I don't know what a good ad is right now. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Fred, I got Today, a fun fact for you. Ads, like at least 10 of them, so. There we go. Maybe I need some new insurance. <laughs> oh, okay. Fun fact, Van. Um, fun fact. This is the first draft okay. in the history of the NBA that there was not, well, sorry, in the history of the lottery, yeah. that there is not a lottery pick from Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, Kentucky, Kansas, Kansas. Oh, I got two of them. Did you already hear that? No. You just guessed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know the game. Yeah, the four biggest programs in college basketball did not have a lottery pick for the first time. Well, there you go. Isn't that crazy? Did you notice that is? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Oh, good. I feel great. Yeah, she's dialed in on that one. Sweet. The uh, future possible first-round draft picks from the Lobos is this 2021 commitment class. Mm. Izzy, there's like yeah, there's I like ten pl- there's like ten new Lobos or something, right? Are you confident with this class, or do you have a fear of commitment? Ooh. Well, <laughs> I'll well, show myself not out. Ten of them, um, not oh. yet. It's pretty early on. There's actually only two of them. Oh shoot! Um, okay. So last week, yeah, but you were close. You know, only by eight. <laughs> I'm sure. Maybe you know something I don't know. And maybe there's like eight more guys ready to sign. It's never been proven true ever. <laughs> um, so yeah, the first one was Jamel King. Um, he committed last week, I believe. Uh, first member of the 2021 class to commit to New Mexico. He says six eight shooting guard and. It's gigantic. He. Yeah, he New Mexico made, of course, his final five, and those were pretty good schools. It's GCU, Alabama, Arkansas State, and UAB. So he he liked New Mexico because of the fans. And every time I talk to someone who's committing to New Mexico, they always mention the fans. Um, as you know, the pit is known to be crazy. So um, also on Twitter, if you guys see whenever someone posts like, "Hey, New Mexico um, just offered me," or "Hey, New Mexico is in my top five, top 10. The Lobo fans just go and flood their comments, which I think it's pretty awesome. Like, they're just their own little interior section on social media. Aww. So I think that was a big part of it. Yeah, it's it's pretty cute. It's nice. Um, he took a virtual tour with New Mexico in August, and his offer was actually announced in October. So they've been talking for a while. But um, he actually knows Scott Padgett, assistant coach Scott Padgett, since 2008, because when he was the coach at Sanford, which was from 2014 to, of course, this year, uh, he offered him. So that, there was a little bit of history there. Of course, that made it a lot easier. Um, Danielle King is known for being very athletic and for his shooting ability from deep. Um, on defense, he's not the best yet, but he does have a lot of potential. But the newest guy, this guy is from Russia. His name is Nestor uh, Diachok. 
he committed just a couple of days ago, and he has a lot of experience playing in Europe with Russia, of course, in the EVA under 16, I believe. He's a 6'8 forward. Um, he's playing in Bishop Walsh High School in Maryland right now. Um, this, I think New Mexico was his first official offer. So this is kind of like an under-the-radar type of guy, which is, you know, it's pretty fun. I think if the coaching staff is as good at scouting as I think they probably are, then he's going to be kind of like a hidden gem. All right, give me um, his, he's give, known for Give me his name again. What is it? Oh, man, I'm going to butcher this because it's Russian, but Nestor Diachok. I believe that's his last name. So what I love about this story is this is very like Freddie Adu to me, right? This is very much like, hey, I'm a young prodigy. I'm going to move from my home country as a teenager to get the best opportunity to only focus on this sport. Like these are the dudes I want as Lobos. These are like, yeah, come across the country, get acclimated because you're not you're not coming from Russia your freshman year of college. And then you get like the culture shock and you see blue jeans and grocery stores with food for the first time. Like, you come over during high school, and now you're acclimated. Like, you, you grew up watching Dawson's Creek, which is the analogy I would have gave if we were on the radio 20 years ago. So the, this I'm in on. This I'm super excited about, Izzy. So all right, where does he play? And he's like he's a guard. He's a, he's a, what's up? He's a forward. Okay. Um, but if you like that kind of story, Byron Matos, actually, um, you know, he's from the Dominican Republic. And he was in Tennessee, I believe, before coming to New Mexico. Love that. He's one of those guys who also left this country. Um, he was really good at baseball in this country as well. Um, but he decided to leave. He decided he loved basketball and he was going to pursue it. So, yeah, you can see those guys are really, really committed. Um, of course, we always see, you know, a lot of American players just moving to different states. But you're right. I think it's cool when guys move to completely different countries to pursue not only basketball um they also come to the u.s because they want an education byron matos loves school um he said it himself he of course wanted to play basketball but he wanted to do something else for himself as well it was like it was important to me um, to find a school that was going to help me with all those goals now so those are very motivated guys now van you don't know this but you don't actually have to love a sport to be drafted number one at it yeah so I've heard. Anthony Edwards from Georgia was drafted number one this past week in the NBA draft. Um, but he said right before the draft that he hates basketball and the idea of playing it professionally sickens him and that he would rather l- do anything else in the entire face of the earth. Number one draft pick overall. Yeah, he wants to be a SoundCloud rapper. That's what he said. That's what he said. He said he wants to be a SoundCloud rapper and he'd rather play in the NFL. Does he realize how rich he's going to be? <laughs> Is he? Does he realize how rich he's going to be from rapping? <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah, rapping is probably where he should go. But he might try basketball for a little bit. And um, I think he said he wanted NFL, or he would have chosen NFL if he could, because he could do more stuff there, right? He said, he said he could, anything kind of goes there. Said he could dance more. He was more excited about being able to celebrate touchdowns. He said, "The TikTok's really taking yeah. over these kids, Fred. They kids these days with their TikTok dances." And, like, you and Anthony Edwards are the same age, Izzy. Like, you guys, like, are basically the, like, the exact same. Like, would you rather... But here I am without a, a million-dollar contract, <laughs> and I, not, I don't have a rapping career, or I'm not an NFL pro- prospect or an NBA. I'm failing at life, guys. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but you'll be in the front office <laughs> of the Minnesota Timberwolves in a couple of years after they jettison Anthony Edwards because he explicitly raps about the Twin Cities. 
You can't keep calling timeouts to rap, Anthony. So Anthony signs in his contract. He's like, he's like, okay, so 82-game season, obviously not this season. Um, so I'm going to – all right, so if I start 90% of the games, I get a bonus. And if I perform in 50% of the halftime performances as a SoundCloud rapper Lil Anthony Edwards, then I also get another bonus. I think he's going to write that in. I'm in. So um, interesting about the draft. Um, someone who does love basketball is LaMelo Ball. And I read somewhere that they actually had, like, this draft party. It wasn't, like, a little party. It was, like, a big draft party um, at the ball house. Did you guys hear about that? Uh, I did not. Keep going. What do you mean? I was invited. (laughs) Well, I'm not um, going to put my parents at risk to party with the balls. Yeah, I think it was a couple hundred people um, from what I read. And... They had, of course, everyone sign waivers and stuff in case they wanted to be like on the show. And they had to sign the waiver and then take a photo. So their face was also there just to make sure. Um, everyone, or it looked like most of them were wearing masks. But, of course, there's still a lot of people. They got their temperatures checked before. Um, but, yeah, it was a crazy party. I would say any party right now is a crazy party. Especially one whenever, like, your arch nemesis, Michael Jordan, drafts your son. <laughs> I, I hear that that game, that one-on-one game, is not actually going to happen, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Lame- I was looking forward to that. <laughs> so, LaMelo, Van, is a, is supposed to be the best one. Yeah. Yeah, of all of them. Right. And he played in uh, he played in Sydney last year. Which is a city in Australia. We should change the varsity today, Fred. I, I, forgot, all, I forgot we had a varsity. All-time checks written <laughs> by your mouth at your ass can't cash. No. And I think LeVar Ball saying he could beat Michael Jordan one-on-one is going to be on the varsity. Izzy, we've got to wrap this thing up because it's a short inversion today. Anything we missed? Anything we want to make sure we get out there? Um, no, that was pretty much it. Um, Hopefully, New Mexico basketball announces, you know, maybe at least one game with, you know, the Aggies or something. But who knows if that's going to happen? Just, you know, keep an eye out on the Lairs, obviously the website and the Twitter, just to see what's going on with that team. Because I don't know what's going on yet, but I'm sure we'll find out. Well, there you go. That's what it is. Izzy Gonzalez from the Lair. Izzy, thank you so very much. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Izzy. What a good dude. The best. Kind of a weird program today, huh? Little shorty boy. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't done, haven't done one this short since fill in the punchline, listener. <laughs> we'll get that when we get back from the Thanksgiving break. Van, you are spending Thanksgiving with your family in a socially distanced and safe way, and I will miss you. Yeah. You will be live from Flagstaff next weekend. I will. I will be live from probably the comfort of sweatpants at my home. Excellent. Good. Bye, Tal. You did so good today. Thank you very much. Catch me Monday and Tuesday over on the flagship, KKLB, where I'll be talking politics. Stuff. Ben, any final words? Too much for the time allotted, my friend. Good job, everyone. GG. See you next week, Burke.